Welcome to Madison City Channel's Know Your Candidates Interviews, co-sponsored by the League of Women Voters of Dane County. I'm your interviewer, Maria Spinozzi, and I would like to introduce Michael Serrell, running for elder from District 3. As we begin, please tell our viewers a bit about how your educational, vocational, and civic experience has prepared you for the position and why you decided to run for elder. Well, first, thanks for having me here, Maria. I appreciate the opportunity. Um, I am a... Uh, a uh, resident of Madison. I grew up here, was born in Madison, and went to all of the public schools on the east side. Uh, after graduating from La Follette, I ended up at the University of Wisconsin. I received a degree in mechanical engineering from there and uh, ended up going to work uh, uh, outside of Madison, outside of the state for about a dozen years. Ended up coming back to Madison and uh, volunteering for various organizations uh, in the district, I was part of the McClellan Park Neighborhood Association, which has been since renamed North Star. I was uh, on a board for the Covered Bridge subdivision. I have volunteered to help uh, with the engineering and the construction of uh, small um, uh, youth hockey uh, arena just outside of Madison. And I have basically spent the last 20 years uh, helping to volunteer and make the community better. Madison's efforts to address chronic homelessness have appeared to fall short, especially with regard to providing sufficient support systems for a housing-first approach. What ideas do you have that might create greater success for projects such as the one on Tree Lane? Well, I think Madison has uh, attempted to do uh, a lot of this work on its own. Uh, they have uh, really struggled hard to provide enough housing I think the approach needs to be taken from a countywide perspective. Um, presently, in talking with the county, they have no plans to build any affordable housing outside of the city of Madison. I think it needs to be a countywide approach. Um, many communities don't offer any housing for uh, residents uh, below um, a certain income level that Madison does offer. Actually, Madison has about 90% of the affordable housing in the county. We represent 48% of the county's population. Um, really, we need to work with the county and all of the smaller municipalities and encourage them to uh, provide additional housing. Um, we can't be the only ones. We're driving, uh, we're driving uh, people to Madison from communities where they live with their families uh, and their support systems. We're driving them to Madison because Madison is the only place where they can find affordable housing. The Madison Police Department has been faulted for not having appropriate policies and training around de-escalation and use of force, especially with regard to people of color. What is your perspective on whether any changes are needed in the ways Madison Police operate in our community? Well, certainly changes need to be made. Um, the Madison Police Department currently operates understaffed for a community of our size. and. I'll go into a little more detail about that. Madison has about 60 to 70,000 commuters that come into Madison every single day. So we're really not a community of 255,000 people. We're closer to 315 to 325,000. So the Madison Police Department is staffed up to the nationwide average of about 255,000 people. We need additional officers so that they can spend more time with the community on these calls and develop those connections with the community 
Uh, so I, I fully support uh, the additional staffing and the additional training that's necessary uh, so that the, these officers can uh, be effective and can uh, slow the pace down uh, and be able to respond to the calls in a more appropriate manner. There is a perception that Madison's story is a tale of two cities, one in which people of color are less likely to experience success. What can be done to ensure that Madison is a community in which all people can thrive? I think we need to start much earlier than looking at um, where we're at now. We need to be looking at the students and making sure that every student graduates high school with a good education, um, very good uh, uh base for that would be to provide uh, maybe additional coaching or helping outside of MMSD. Uh, we could utilize perhaps additional resources. Uh, we have lots of retirees. We continue to grow our, uh, our elderly uh, community and a lot of those people have very good skills, many ex-teachers uh, that could help out in educating our students. Uh, I think by educating them to a higher level we can help to alleviate some of these inequalities. I think right now, unfortunately, that is where we're failing as a community to provide this high level of education so that these people, um, these young adults, when they do graduate from school, they're prepared for the higher tech uh, industries, um, the healthcare industries. Madison isn't um, the factory uh, base doesn't have the factory base that it once had. We've, we've moved beyond that. A lot of the factory and the construction type work is now outside of the city of Madison. Um, and so subsequently when people do graduate from high school they're finding it very difficult to find work for an individual that may not have advanced training and education. What issue have you identified as being of primary concern to the residents of your district, and how would you approach tackling it? Residents in, in, in our district, uh, it's a very residential district. It doesn't have a lot of commercial, uh, primarily focused on the, uh, the needs of, uh, of the fire and rescue services and the police department, making sure that we have a, uh, a rescue squad out at the new fire station, making sure that we have effective uh, policing, neighborhood policing. Uh, we've got a small area that has a, a higher crime uh, within it, a lot of uh, uh, gun-related violence that occurred there, um, and it would be very helpful to be able to staff up our police department to be able to deal with that. Um, we've got some issues with traffic where uh, we've got some excessive speed going through certain neighborhoods. Um, past the uh, the local uh, elementary school, and uh, so a lot of a lot of that deals with infrastructure. So those are some of the top needs that uh, the, the community has expressed to me. The relationship between the council and the mayor appears at times contentious. Is this a problem? And if so, how would you improve the relationship? Um, I, I, it, it may appear that way. I, I don't have any factual information that necessarily trues that out. I uh, would prefer to develop a relationship with the mayor on my own without any preconceived notions that there is any contention uh, necessarily between, there might be some contentious, contentious issues between individual alders and the mayor. 
Um, but I would like to start that relationship with the mayor um, fresh out the gate. What changes, if any, should be made in how the city approaches major projects, such as Judge Doyle Square and the public market? Well, there's a lot of work that needed to be done in relationship to the Judge Doyle Square. That whole parking structure was uh, had been in place for many decades and it was crumbling. Uh, the building uh, that it replaces um, you know, is, is modernized. It meets current requirements from the federal government uh, for certain uh, access needs to uh, ADA. Um, it, it, it is a much more uh, functionally appropriate building for where we're at presently with uh, regulations and, and so forth. So uh, we had to do something. It was a, a necessary uh, expenditure that the people had to take on. And uh, the, the approaches are, again, to see where we can get funding for that. Can we get federal dollars? Uh, can we get state dollars to help assist in paying for those upgrades or complete um, you know, new builds? So that's where you know we currently have a pretty good structure, I think, that works in that direction. I think we need to continue that and need to focus on uh, also the county. And we provide lots of services for people that live outside of Madison, that live in the county, uh, villages and townships. And I think that the county really needs to also step up and provide more funding for these types of projects. What council committees do you want to serve on and why? Uh, urban design committee and um, planning. Uh, I believe in my background in engineering and in project management that that would lend itself well to those committees. Uh, the Parks Commission, I believe that uh, could utilize some additional um, enhancements to that department. What would you like to say to the viewing audience as we complete this interview? Well, my candidacy and my uh, the opportunity for me being on the Common Council is I believe that I would provide a voice for District 3 uh, that hasn't been in place on the Common Council in the past six or eight years. I believe that I would uh, represent uh, the needs of our district better. I would uh, uh, represent the uh, the city moving forward for uh, for everybody in uh, in these times where we have such uh, dramatic increase in our population uh, we struggle with uh, an aging population that's having a hard time uh, meeting their needs for uh, housing uh, they're being taxed every year incrementally two and a half to four percent more every year uh, those very same uh, individuals that are on fixed incomes are um, are struggling to, to meet their needs as well. So we can't forget about the growing population of folks that have retired and, uh, and, and are, are there in our communities as well. Um, Madison is going to see a growth of a, in excess of 1,000 people every year. So we have a lot, of, uh, a lot of demands on our services, a lot of demands on the transportation. We need to find ways to support those individuals moving into our community. Uh, we also need to find more equitable ways to pay for those services. And that a lot of those individuals that commute into Madison utilizing the city services, um, we need to balance that out a little better. Madison does not operate 
uh, as an island. We are part of Dane County community and we support many individuals living outside of Madison and their needs um, for work, for um, health care, for entertainment. Um, we need to make sure that, uh, that they're paying their, their share as well. I want to thank Michael Serrell for speaking with us and the viewing audience for taking their time to know your candidates. Please vote in this and every election. On behalf of Madison City Channel and the League of Women Voters of Dane County, I thank you for joining us. Yeah.